Welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series, hosted by Dr. Debbie Dyer. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. Hello, and welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series for Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My name is Debbie Dyer, and I'm a thoracic radiologist, and I'm talking today with Dr. Mike Gieske, who is a primary care provider at St. Elizabeth's, and we're just going to be discussing the myths around lung cancer screening and some of the challenges. And so one of the questions that I was going to ask you about, Mike, is the stigma related to lung cancer, and it's a tough topic. And I wonder how you yourself might have overcome any negative feelings you might have had about smoking, and how did you address those? Yeah, that is a good question, Debbie. It is a tremendous barrier to lung cancer across the full continuum from detection you know, to diagnosis to treatment to survivorship. You know, this type of bias or stigma can enter in at any phase along the way. And it's something that you know, the patient needs to be aware of, their family needs to be aware of, and the community needs to be aware of. But I think to your point, it's, it's really important that the provider is aware of that too. You know, I, I've been in practice for 33 years now, and stigma has been in the background. I mean, we, we look at lung cancer. We know it's a smoking-related disease. At least 90% of the patients that get lung cancer have a smoking history. You, know, you hear different figures, you know, 85 to 90%. And there's perception in the community amongst patients and their family and providers as well that this is a self-inflicted illness, that these patients have done it to themselves. You know, when we have a patient that, for example, has lung cancer, colon cancer, or most any other type of cancer, the, the gut reaction and the first things out of someone else's mouth is, oh my gosh, that's terrible. We're so sorry. You know, they pour out emotional support and, you know, this is horrible. But when you hear a patient has lung cancer, you have to catch yourself because I think the initial reaction is you think, hmm, well, wow, how much did you smoke? You know, and it's perceived to be a self-inflicted cancer. But these patients are, you know, they're, they're addicted to nicotine. It's a highly addictive chemical. They usually started at an early age where it was either cool or they tried it, and before they knew it, they were hooked, and it's so hard to stop it once you've started. But, you know, we have to keep in mind that these patients are our friends, our family, our neighbors, our coworkers, and, you know, all cancers are the same. We have to deal with them. We have to help patients through, you know, their illness, and and we have to find a way past our, our personal bias and the stigma. And do patients ever ask you about the fact that they might, or ask for your thoughts or support and that they might feel some sort of guilt related to having smoked? How do you address that? Yeah, of course, occasionally it comes up. And, you know, I, I think I'd have to tell them the same thing I was just alluding to that, you know, you've got, you've got a bad illness here. We're going to help you through it. You know, it's, it, it's unfortunately a, a, you know, byproduct of smoking and you became addicted at some point along the way. And I, I never tell a patient it's easy to quit. It's extremely difficult to quit. And, 
you know, unfortunately this has happened, but you know, we're going to help you through this. And you try to treat them just the way you treat, you know, any other patient in your practice as any other disease or, or cancer or illness or chronic disease. Yeah, well, it's certainly important. And I wonder too, if in all the education <clears throat> that you've been able to provide to your colleagues, has this come up in those sorts of educational sessions? And do other providers share that it's, it's hard for them? And how do you encourage them to get beyond it? it? Yeah, it, it does. You know, it's um, lung cancer is definitely has a stigma associated with it. And, and we have to address it. We can't ignore it. You know, for example, when we talk about the different types of cancer, we hear a whole lot more about colon cancer and breast cancer, prostate cancer. They don't really seem to have the same stigma attached to it. You know, they attract more funding. They attract more research. And, you know, lung cancer screening is kind of fairly new on the horizon. And, and I think part of promoting lung cancer screening and, and getting some better penetrance is trying to overcome this, this stigma. We, we work fairly hard on that. You know, it's, it's one of the things that we try to highlight and make people aware of. And really one of the things that's kind of inextricably tied in with this is the nihilism that's around lung cancer. And, and, and I find myself changing quite substantially on that. You know, part of the stigma of lung cancer, they've done it themselves, you're going to die anyway, it's a horrible thing you did to yourself, but, you know, there's, there's a tremendous amount of hope now for lung cancer if we catch it early, and it's, you know, we have better surgical techniques, there's better radiation oncology, there's better medical oncology, and when I see a patient now that has stage three or four lung cancer, I have a very different conversation than I had with them five to 10 years ago because there is hope. We've got new drugs, we've got new treatments, and it's not the death sentence that it used to be. Yeah, sure, three, stage three and four lung cancers still have fairly dismal five-year survival rates, but they're a heck of a lot better than they used to be. And so part of it is getting over the stigma, getting over the nihilism, and you know, getting providers to recognize that you know, there, there is a tremendously greater amount of hope out there for our patients. Oh, that is just so terrific to hear. Uh, I, I love how you describe that. And I, I think the hope related to lung cancer is something relatively new, literally, uh, for is. a lot of reasons. And I just want to thank you so much then for sharing your thoughts on this, because I think this is something that we all have to address. Sometimes we don't even, we're not even aware of some of the unconscious biases and the stigma that lung cancer may be providing. So, well, thank you, Mike, very much. Appreciate your time And I would like to add, too, that there are tremendous resources that are available through the ACR and through the GoTo Foundation, as well as American Lung Association and Longevity that can help patients deal with the stigma associated with lung cancer. Good to know. Yes, thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. 